All right. And then there were four conference championships, AFC and NFC conference championship games. The divisional round is now over. Pro Football Doc Podcast, Sports Injury Central. We got Jacob here, Taylor here, and Justin will lurk in the background somewhere. What do you guys think of the games? They're very, good. Very Just good. Uh, we got no injuries to talk about, so I don't know. I don't know what we're uh, <laughs> what we're covering this week, but yeah, no <laughs> nothing, nothing happened at no. all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, obviously Patrick Mahomes is the major news. We'll uh, we'll be all over that on the website all week, so stay tuned for that. But let's dive into it a little bit here. I mean, Andy Reid's talking on Monday morning. This is when we're recording. Said it's not as bad as the 2019 high ankle. So we went back. That was left side. This is right side. What's going to be the main effect? Is there any any effect? Okay. Um, for f- full disclosure, maybe I drink the Mahomes Kool-Aid. He's my son's favorite player. He's special. I always thought that. But this is a big deal. I think he can deal with it, and I think he can deal with it better than the others. So summary for guys on the podcast who haven't seen all the other stuff. Great job, guys. We made the video. You did the articles real time. We were the first to say – you guys are the first to put out high ankle. That's been confirmed. Right. But before you even get there, I mean, I'll admit I was streaming as at my son's basketball game and the whole deal. But people kind of went crazy. What? He's back on the sideline. He's not back in the game. I thought I'm going to take this moment right now to point out why I believe Andy Reid is good and why the Chiefs are winners. They're not overreacting to anything. Let me give you two things. Number one, apparently there was a mini, I don't know what, kerfluffle on the sidelines with Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, right? I mean, some sort of unhappiness. And now we know what that was. Andy Reid said, go and get an x-ray because he's limping around. And Patrick Mahomes says, no. I don't need to get an extra. I'll get one and a half after the game. I'm good. Let's go, coach. And Patrick and Andy Reid said, I'm not putting you back in until you get an X-ray. Okay? Now, I get it. That would make Mahomes unhappy. But I think that says a lot about both men. And I tweeted this. That's a player I want playing for me. And that's a coach I want coaching for me. Right? Patrick Mahomes is – Probably the league MVP again this year. We'll see. Yep. Front and, runner, yeah. And Andy Reid knows it, even though he may draw mustaches on him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <for> commercials. Yes. <laughs> okay. But my point is, he stuck to his guns and said, no, no, safety first. Let's make sure you're okay and what you can do. So Mahomes comes back and he's standing on the sideline and I see people going crazy. Like, why is he back in? Because Chad Henney's in and he's moving the ball. You don't want to destroy Chad Henney's confidence. They want a second Mahomes is back out, running back in and, and so forth. They were moving the ball. They were in a rhythm. He was cooking, as the kids say. Yeah. As the kids say. Yeah. But my point is, don't panic. Show some confidence in your backup. Right. And Mahomes, you know, it's okay. You don't need to run right back out there. And to me, that was good leadership. And then uh, – the next series, I expected him back, but then when he wasn't, people were going crazy. But that's why our Twitter live halftime, I'm like, well, he's coming back. That was just a kneel down play. Why put Mahomes in for the kneel down? There's no point. Um, and yeah, he came back and he did fine, right? It was it? Uh, 107.5 quarterback rating, 11 for 16. A couple of clunkers. 
Right. High ankle sprain. That's what he has. That's what we said. Chad Henney's a Jaguar great, too. He played there for five years, so maybe he wanted to do a little get back at you. Kind of a revenge well, on Jacksonville for him. Yeah. One drive, though. One drive. That's all he got. But... <laughs> Go on, I'm sorry. Uh, there are a lot of Jaguar greats now. <laughs> All I can think of is Mark Brunell every time Jimmy Smith. In my head. That's one we're going it's deep. Good. We're going, we're going That's a good. Mark Brunell. Yeah. Byron Lefwich. There you go. Kinda. Yeah. Um, that's the. You said Fred Taylor. Fred, Fred Taylor. Taylor yes, and then yeah. the other running back. Um, um, my, my guy. Yeah, Jones. Maurice Jones Drew. Yes, Jones-Drew, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes. But anyways, off the rails. Yeah. Off the rails. Back to it. Yeah. High ankle sprain. Eversion injury, no fracture. He doesn't get fully trapped like Pollard, who ended up with a grade four high ankle sprain, broken. Mm-hmm. Clearly limping. You guys want the good news or the bad news on Mahomes first on his high ankle? You mean bad news? Yeah. Bad news. Bad news, it's a high ankle sprain. Bad news, it's more than just minor. You see how he's limping around. Bad news. It's on his right ankle. More important for a right-handed quarterback to push off to drive down the field. And I won't drop back here now, but if you're listening in your car, don't do it. <laughs> Wait till you get out. <laughs> but if you drop back and you throw, there's an external rotation moment on your back foot. Mm-hmm. On your front foot, there isn't. So there's more stress. Stress. Other bad news. Very hard to tape. High ankles. Other bad news. Got to look for swelling overnight. It could be worse. That's other bad news. Anything else on bad news? That's probably enough, huh? He's your starting quarterback in MVP, and there's no way that he's going to be anywhere near 100%, especially in his mobility this week for sure, and I'm not sure in three weeks for the Super Bowl that he's 100% in terms of mobility. Now that we've got all Chiefs fans jumping off the bridge, the good news a, he's Patrick Mahomes. I say that seriously. I've never seen a player with some more throwing more off-balance, wrong-footed, under-handed, side-armed, arm-angle, sliding around the pocket when he's healthy. Kind of gives him an advantage with his rubber arm, arm strength, and that he's used to being a little off-kilter and throwing the ball. That's a clear advantage for Patrick Mahomes in this situation. Another advantage is that I still think he can have some mobility in the pocket sliding around. No, I don't think he's going to run, run, run. I'll say one difference too, Doc, is the offensive line. The offensive line is definitely a tier two better than it was in 2019 for him. Well, we get into the 2019, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is the good news He's playing this week. Book it. Don't know if he's practicing or not practicing or limited practice. He's not not playing in the AFC Championship game. Other good news. He's had it before in 2019. We pointed that out on Saturday. Left side, other side, week one, re-aggravated week five. And what happened? After the week one injury, admittedly it was the left and not the right, maybe easier. He threw for what that could be about 440 yards and didn't run the ball. 433, yeah. 433, yeah. Did not run the ball. Week three didn't really run the ball. But once again, 
triple-digit quarterback rating. Mm -hmm. Same thing week five, when he re-injured it, didn't run the ball afterwards. That time, the quarterback rating dipped a little bit. Mm -hmm. So the good news is he's playing through, and he can do it. Oh, and another bad news I forgot is I think he's going to have a harder time driving the ball downfield, 15, 20-yard downfield stuff. So it might be underneath and yak stuff. And we'll see how the Bengals play him. Blitz him, you know, press coverage. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Our current six score for Patrick Mahomes is 84. That's probably obscenely high. And for anyone else, it would be a lot lower. Mm -hmm. Basically, what we're saying is his runability is terrible. I mean, under 50. But he doesn't rely on that. And because he can change his arm angle, he has a better ability to cope with this injury. So it's still a yellow grade, 84. I mean, so what, instead of a 125 QB rating, quarterback rating, maybe he's 105? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid there a little bit. A lot depends on what Cincinnati does. Sam Hubbard's pretty good. Trey Hendrickson's pretty good. Absolutely. And uh, if they get pressure... That could change things. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Now, you mentioned a point about the offensive line. I mean, the only time that I can recall for sure that Mahomes got shut down was in that Super Bowl when they had 60% of their offensive line out and he couldn't do anything. And the Bucks played press coverage and kept took away all the short stuff and just counted on people getting home. We'll see what happens. Now, Mahomes will have some mobility in the pocket. He's just not going to scamper. So you're right. going to you know, uh, stay disciplined in your rush lanes. And you can probably say less disciplined. Usually you have to stay super disciplined because he's going to slide and get out. Now you could probably just all out go because he won't be able to slide as much. So it'll be an interesting chess match. But Just to bring up a comparison from this season, too, the only other right high ankle in a quarterback this year is Ryan Tannehill, uh, that last one that – he had surgery for and knocked him out of the playoffs. He did come back that game heavily taped. What do you think his ability to play through was versus Mahomes? Well, so this year there were a lot of comps for high ankle sprains. It was Ryan Tannehill, Daniel Jones, Baker Mayfield. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. And I'm forgetting another one. Uh, Mac Jones missed a couple games. Baker Mayfield missed a couple games. Lost his job and then came back for Donald later. Tannehill. Tried to play through, then missed time, then came back, and then ended up with surgery. Daniel Jones played through. That was a left. Tannehill was the only right. Uh, it can be played through. It's tough to play through. The other thing I want to debunk is there's reports this morning that Andy Reid told reporters that this right high ankle for Patrick Mahomes is not as bad as the left one from 2019. I'm not so sure. The fact that it's right makes it a bigger deal. And by our video study, we went and looked at the 2019. This looks worse. 2023 version, mm -hmm. 22 season. This looks worse. Right. So it's a moderate high ankle sprain. Now, if this were uh, a wide receiver or a running back, he would not play. If there was an offensive lineman, he probably does not play. Can't be effective. Defensive player would not play. This is significant high ankle. Now, can he get tore it off? Sure. Could he get it numbed? Maybe. Um, 
and get through the game. This is real. This is something. They're going to have to deal with it. This is why the score is not in the 90s. If anything, we're probably being generous in the 80s, saying changing our if, – if I didn't buy into the – if we didn't buy into the changing arm angles and arm strength, I think you would be 70s or 60s. Mm-hmm. So we're probably rounding up quite a bit for him. And Holmes Magic, a little bit more, six score points, yeah. But it's a deal. Mm-hmm. He's a tough guy to grade on every level, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deal. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll regret the grade. We'll regret the grade. We should have put him in the 70s or 60s. Uh, if it's a, I mean, look, not trying to bang on him. If this were Lamar, I think his grade would be 30. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because running is such a big part of his game, right, and type of stuff. Kyler and uh, Jalen both had this – Jalen Hurts both had this injury, I believe, year before this year, mm-hmm. and they both missed games because those are the two quarterbacks that rely on that kind of running that need that that would affect uh, high ankle wood, right? Kyler Murray right. and Jalen Hurts would probably be in the 60s if they right. had this. Uh, so maybe I'm grading wrong, but this is why we don't – cookie-cutter everything. I mean, right. we're taking the arm angle and the off-balance stuff into consideration. Does it have an effect on accuracy? It has to, right? Mm-hmm. But we're rounding up because it's Mahomes and his style. Maybe we're wrong, and like I said, maybe because I'm trying to make my son happy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, see. I mean, but yeah, look, this is the biggest injury. Everybody, this is everybody's guy. You gotta, you gotta cover it and figure out what's going on. Yeah, but. Look, don't be surprised if he doesn't practice this week. At best, he's limited practice. Do you think three straight DNPs? You think that's a very real possibility? I don't know. There's certain guys that like to practice. Right. How much, you gotta, you how gotta, much does he need to practice at this point in the year? He's well, probably in the category that maybe he doesn't need to. Right? Andy Reid says he's always in practice. He's never not practiced. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, don't know. You got to understand. Go out there and take one snap and shotgun. That's limited practice. Yeah, right? right. Do everything. But one thing, but no running plays. That's limited practice. So mm-hmm. there's a wide definition. If Mahomes wants to be out there, I'm sure he will. I was a little surprised. At least initial reports did not have him in a boot. Mm-hmm. Routinely, I have always put players in a boot overnight. I tell them, no, wear it overnight. If you come in tomorrow, not limping, and your boot in your hand, I won't be mad at you. If you come in limping in your boots in your hand, I'm going to be mad. Right, so, right. so I get it. You can walk now, but no, no. Let's go 24 hours in the boot. Let's see what happens, at least overnight. They didn't put a boot in the 2019 version as well. So that's a comparison. Uh, that's sure. that's the overnight swelling, right? That's what the boot's designed yeah, to I'm limit. sure they still had a compression wrap yeah. and the whole deal on it. Just I not a boot. Yeah, boot's yeah. the most common for that. Yeah. yeah. There's a wrap on it, too, I'm sure, that they don't, right. reporters don't really see. Um, but, yeah, I would admit that if Patrick Mahomes, if I were the team doctor and Patrick Mahomes says, Doc, I love you, but I'm not wearing a boot, I don't know that anyone's tackling him to put a boot on him. Right, right, right. <laughs> Maybe you got to get Andy Reid to, to say, look, you're going in a boot, or I don't know. But um, it's precautionary. It's standard. Um, but either way, I, I'm more worried about this one than the last one. But he's still going to play. 100% going to play. Mm-hmm. But isn't going to be a hundred percent. Jumping into the other side, Doc. Bengals O line. It's the talk of the talk of the town after uh, that performance against the Bills. I mean, it was kind of domination on both sides of the ball. Uh, Bengals D line got there as we were talking about Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson and the O line with the three replacements didn't look like they missed a beat. 
a lot of a lot of early running plays and Burrow right. was getting out the ball quick. He wants, so. to talk, he wants to talk so bad. He's like, Jacob, hurry how, up. how long can I talk until you jump in? All right. So this is what's that show on ESPN or, or even Colin where where I was right, where I was wrong. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's play that game. The PTI, right? PTI. Is it PTI? Oh, there's a Colin Cowherd where one, I was one, right. One, two. Okay. Yeah. Let's go to easy. Where I was wrong. The Bengals O line did fine. Ted Karras even got injured, mild MCL their right. center. They did fine. Mm-hmm. They did very well. So all of our six-score stuff, am I saying the Bills, take the Bills, Bengals O-line? Throw it out the window. I was wrong. Yeah. I was right. We were right. The Bills O-line is still injured. The Kappa wasn't playing. Alex Kappa. Jonah Williams isn't playing. Lyle Collins is gone. Lyle yeah. Collins is gone, period. Mm-hmm. Going against the Chiefs, those three are still missing. Don't be surprised of a DMP or LP for Ted Karras, although he's going to play. No, no chance for Kappa? Weeks, week 18, high ankle, MCL combo. Week, they keep on saying week to week. Which, yeah. yeah. Just check in, I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he would be at least day to day right now if you had a chance, right? Let's see a day to day. I won't say no, but. I would put it in the doubtful category for Kappa and Jonah Williams. There's no probable, but that probable is for Ted Karras. Right. Uh, Leo Collins is out, period. Okay. But the right guard and left tackle are in the doubtful right now. Maybe we'll change your mind. This is true. Did you guys know it was Lunar New Year? I did, yeah. actually. You did? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, went to brunch with my mom, brought the kids. And so I was a little late getting into position for the game. I turn on the game, and I went, uh-oh. I turn on the game, and I'm like, this is right before kick. I'm like, they can't clear the snow off of there? I was like, what's going on? I mean, That's the one thing we didn't talk about pre-game. Yeah. I turned on the we game, need, I was we like, need a oh, <laughs> we, we don't, talk about the we don't keep an eye on it. Yeah. And here is why we were right and we were wrong. The slippery surface neutralized any advantage the Bills' defensive line had. Think of it this way. Is it easier for a 300-plus-pound guy to stay in his box and stay stationary, take small steps, or is it easier for a fast twitch, 260 or 70 pound guy to get around the edge or generate force on a bull rush? It's easier to stand in place or close to it. Now, clearly, offensive line, you're moving something, but you get my point. Like, you can't generate that much traction to get force to blow back an offensive lineman or speed around him right. mm-hmm. as much. It really neutralized the pass rush or the, the advantage that they had. Now, you're going to say, well, Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson didn't have any problems. But I get it. They played very well. But my point is any deficiencies on the Bengals' offensive line got muted by the slippery surface. And I think whether it was by play design or whether by luck or falling into it, 
I think getting the ball out quick really helped. The Bengals' strategy seemed to be get the ball out into space and let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. And when the ground is slippery, no one's coming up to hit someone for a two-yard loss. It's more like, let me just make sure I make the tackle. And remember, the offense gets to dictate, and the defense has to react. So slippery surface, the advantage goes to the offense. Now, why not Bills? I mean, look, the Bills. It did say Josh Allen once, didn't it? He was the one that his legs slipped when he got when his knees. So I did, yeah. it, it did help him, I guess. I saw a lot of downfield throws from Josh Allen trying to hit people in stride as opposed to dump-offs from the Bengals, get him into space and let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, hopefully, I don't know what the weather's going to be in Kansas City. It is not indoors in Atlanta. It might snow in the morning, but in the afternoon it's going to be clear. Remember, this is in Kansas City. That Atlanta got uh, got wiped out because of the Bengals win. Yeah. My, my point is, if the surface is slick, then that will help the Bengals. Frank Clark, Chris Jones... They've got a test coming. That That's the matchup I'm watching. I think the Max Sharping in for uh, Alex Kappa, he's played there before. He's all right. Ed Deniji has played the right tackle before. But Jackson Carmen at left tackle, he's kind of – he's an on an island out there, and he hasn't played a ton of that. So Well, when you really get down to it. He looked levels. like he had a great game, but – Well, I don't know. it's college, yeah. though. He hasn't played left tackle since college. Right, he, was right. all, he was good at college. So it's left tackle two, mm -hmm. left guard one, center one asterisk, right. mild MCL, right guard three. Right. right tackle, too. Um, the right tackle was the starter last year, but... Yes, he wasn't was good. A That's why they got Leo Collins. Yeah. And the, the left guard is a rookie, so I won't say he's just like a mainstay. Like Jonah was in there for years. The left guard is a rookie, so that's the holdover. They did well against Buffalo. Yeah. Let's see what happens if it's a good footing field. That's all. So, right and wrong. Injuries right, but it didn't play out. We have to call a spade a spade. Yeah, it's the first time I've heard that weather affects it more than wind. Because every time we tell you about weather, you're like, "How windy is it?" That's all I care about. So, well, that's you know, throwing the ball. Yeah, yeah. Playing surface, yeah. As far as yeah, yeah. yeah, the line and all that, how it affects it, and over under stuff like that. But, but playing surface stuff matters. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think I told you this before. For example, um, back in the days of Oakland, when there was a dirt field baseball. So gross. No, I remember times when our offensive line was on dirt, the defensive line was on grass. You couldn't even run a quarterback sneak. Right. I mean, yep. <laughs> you get pushed back because mm -hmm. the other guy has footing and you don't. Now here, no one has footing, but I'm just saying, if you're in the dirt, is the is the speedy guy penalized or the plotter penalized? The offensive line is more the plotters. Yeah. The DNs are the speedy guys. Right. Who gets penalized when you're on a slick speed. field? Speed for the sure. speed yeah. guys, yeah. right? And the the quick power, the guy standing in place is fine. Look, the uh, the first baseman is fine, but if you're stretching into a double, <laughs> you better careful on that turn. You know. No, it's best when you're like everybody. You're, people are telling me like, oh, they played really well. You're like, yeah, they were just standing there. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's an exaggeration. Yeah, it's still pulled on some runs yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But yeah. look, they're still yeah. NFL players. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm just saying, it wasn't as lopsided as it would have been on a neutral neutral uh, playing surface. That, I think yeah. that was a big difference. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. That's nah, a big one to watch. We'll be uh, all over that, too, especially Ted Karras coverage uh, going into next week. Miko um, Hardman, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, any chance we see them? 
Um, a chance for Ceh with uh, week eleven high ankle, so it's been been quite yeah, some time. A chance, but Pacheco's the starter, right? Uh, Nico, I'm suspicion he's got a core muscle injury, but way harder for him to play through than Lane Johnson. And I'm sure we'll get to Lane is that Johnson. speed is speed as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a quick twitch speed issue. Right. You, you know, you're, you're slowed with that uh, core muscle, so I would not count on Nico Hardman. Those injuries, I'd argue, and all the ones that we talk about for every single team, those ones, I think they've solidified those positions there. Well, like you said, yeah, Pacheco. There's Tony exactly, there yes. Pacheco. But I think the biggest thing is there, I think we all saw, and we had confidence that Frank Clark would be fine. Frank Clark was fine. Oh, he was more than fine. Yeah, more than fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah I had his stats on there. Yes. Three tackles, a sack, and two tackles for a loss. So he was a big impact in the game. Groin didn't look like it bothered him at all. Yeah, so it's going to be him and Chris Jones and see what havoc they can wreak. Against the Bengals, I would line Chris Jones up as a DN and just crush Carmen all day, but they probably will do that. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. you know, the Bengals have a plan too three step drop, ball out, different Absolutely. things. Burrow's I mean, done it, he's done it the last two Burrow, seasons, so and he's very accurate, he, which he knows out. how to do it. And he, yeah, uh, jumping the other match, have you mentioned Lane Johnson? I think we we learned some more about his core muscle injury this week that uh, that might have an impact going into the Niner game. Good news is it's his right growing core muscle. We always thought it would be worse if it was left because that's inside power side. That's your base when you're the right tackle. Mm -hmm. I think he played well, but he got pushed back a little bit. And I don't think he was as effective on gap run plays. Yeah, yeah run plays. Uh, you know, still better to have Lane Johnson than not, but I don't know if he played like that all season that he'd be all pro. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, he might be a Pro Bowl alternate if he plays like that. Good. Right. But not great. Incredible that he's playing through. I, just the, the toughness. I mean, I, that's nothing new for Lane Johnson, but core muscle alignment, that's ridiculous. It's not. But to be fair, I think we're going to hear Brandon Scherr has core muscle surgery shortly. Yeah. I think the right guard played through that with the Jaguars. Yep. Just my suspicion. So it's great what Lane Johnson's doing. Uh, I know not denigrating it at all but he's not the only one right. i had a question about that i don't um, i don't know who said this but how does it feel like uh, is it tucker said it's like a girdle like on like how does it how does that feel playing like you you say that a lot that you can play through it but how does that feel from like an office yeah ross tucker chimed, yeah, chimed in that it bothered that, yeah. him quite a bit it's core it's it's tough to play through but you guys have done it and, right and on the line you're better able to do it than you're a quick twitch guy and what about tackle to guard does that change anything is that harder for him or less from his I, position i would say both is hard but okay. i'd say potentially depending on how much polling you have to do guard might be a little bit easier mm -hmm. because why you have to accept people on your right and your left right <laughs> <laughs> yes i got it you know for sure think of the eagles any concerns about Jalen Hurts? I mean, it seems like he was willing to run. They keep talking about after the game. Oh, it's still sore. Sirianni's praising him. Oh, he's playing through pain, all this stuff. Is there any anything that could limit him going forward? Anything he's, he has in the okay. back of his mind? Do I think that Jalen Hurts is absolutely 100% on his SC joint? Feeling no healthy, pain, healthy. nothing. Yeah. No, I don't. Do I think it bothers him in throwing or running and things that he does know? Um, did he get it injected before the game or tore it off? I don't know. Maybe. He looked fine. He's running, taking contact, the whole deal. He didn't look as decisive running the ball. Right. But that might be rust. I don't know. 
or that might be mental, right? I mean, that's he's human. Yeah. But I'm not worried about him. Monte Maddox, though, I don't know that he's coming back from turf toe. I got to get from Adam. I saw something on social media. Maybe Adam Kaplan, our guy Adam, said something about the, surgery. Or the something, only or thing I've seen is procedure. he's. The only thing I've seen is he's not in a walking boot anymore, as of two days ago for Avante Maddox. But I, I didn't oh, see he's in a walking boot before that. Before that, and then he had it <laughs> off two days ago, which is the first time he popped up in public. So all right, I mean, there you go. Yeah, he's not playing. Yeah, I mean, as a matter of fact, you'd be lucky if you could have him for the Super Bowl, and I would put him in the doubtful category. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't go from a walking boot to playing in one week. It's just not happening. It's not yeah. normal. Yeah. Uh, all right, jumping over the Niners, uh, Christian McCaffrey had some kind of calf treatment during the game. I don't know exactly what what was going on with that, but he's stretching it out. They had a heating pad on it, um, and it was Elijah Mitchell down the stretch, uh, which. Is interesting just from a play calling standpoint. This is the first time Elijah Mitchell and CMC have been fully healthy, you could say. Uh, Elijah Mitchell in the second half, 13 carries for 51 yards. CMC had five carries for 27 in the touchdown. So I don't know if it was game script related. They had the lead. They were trying to grind it out, go on the ground. But it seemed like they still wanted CMC involved in the passing game screens and stuff like that. All I can say is nice to have options, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to give. My guy, San Diego and John Lynch credit. I mean, Trey Lance, bye-bye, but you have Jimmy. Jimmy, bye-bye, you've got Brock Purdy, CMC, but you have Elijah Mitchell coming back healthy now. I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> they draft well depth-wise, that team. Yeah. Pretty good there. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, the calf is a concern because it lingers. Remember, it's right calf and left patella tendonitis right. late season. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit on both sides. Once again, CMC is playing 100%. But our six score is going to reflect a little bit lower because part of what we do with six scores, you know, what percent out of 100 are they? Nobody's 100% now, but he might lose a few touches as a result of this. So his effectiveness might be a little different than his stat line. And the stat line might be a little bit lower, fewer chances because they're going to work in Mitchell, right? You know, saving CMC a little bit, but he's playing 100%. Uh, he's probably kind of a green yellow. He's going to play, but maybe not 100%, uh, etc. Yeah, he had five carries in the first half, so equal five and five, eight yards in the first half, 27 in the second half. So I think they might go Mitchell a little earlier on the rundowns, but what remains to be seen. We were kind of talking in the office before the podcast. Who's the more reliable? fantasy or DFS option as far as injuries go. Is it Patrick Mahomes? Is it CMC? Not that they're exact like comparisons, but yeah. But they're both like projected over 20. So you could right. say, are they going to get their projected, right? Or well, 30s I mean, you always got to go with the quarterback. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can guarantee he has 100% of the opportunities compared to CMC. So. Right. I mean, you got to go with the quarterback, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. It's just a volume standpoint because you're going to be spending so much money on CMC, right? So, I mean – it would be best to go off that. But like you said, their quarterback getting all the play. It's Mahomes, right? Yeah. No, I think uh, it's going to be interesting to watch Brock Purdy deal with that defensive line pressure from the Eagles, too. They they Not only did they lead the league in sacks, they were like 16 clear of the next team, which is the Chiefs. So I don't know that he's faced that kind of pressure in his, his stretch run. I mean, obviously the Niners are undefeated. He's, he's doing a great job getting the ball out early, but 
And these turnovers or lack of is really lucky because I'm pretty sure we've counted five potentials in the last two games, right? So I mean, I know we'll Trayvon see. Diggs wants yeah. that one back. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, uh, I don't know that I counted, but Dak should have had at least three. Yes, yes. <laughs> he only had two. So it happens on both sides. But yeah, I mean, if you said one quarterback throws two picks and another throws zero, uh, first of all, you, most people would say that's Brock Purdy throwing two picks. Right. Right. Secondly, you're saying the team that didn't throw the two picks wins, right? Mm-hmm. But it turns out Brock Purdy didn't throw the picks. Right. And uh, the Cowboys did. So, yeah, turnovers matter. Unless you're the Chargers. Five turnovers. <laughs> is, <laughs> plus five. Breaking records with that. Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> well, you can stay tuned to the website for all the latest going into those matchups. Can't ask for any better championship matchups uh, going into the weekend. Uh, going back to a little bit from the NFC game, uh, Cowboys against Niners, Tony Pollard, the fractured fibula, the worst kind of high ankle you mentioned earlier. Um, what's his recovery look like? How does it affect his free agency? Maybe we're getting a little too ahead of ourselves, but his ankle was trapped and didn't escape. And you can call it a grade four, grade three, complete ligament tear, grade four, complete ligament tear with the bone break. So he's headed for surgery. And uh, it's gonna be a free agent. So, how I saw yeah. a report that said, Oh, this is just three months recovery. Um, no, <laughs> more closer to six, right? If you're lucky, so will it affect his free agency? Yes, someone's gonna have to look past this and project health to sign him if they're trying to sign him in March, or he's gonna get pushed back to a later signing. He's got a chance to be ready beginning of the season. Does it make sense to go back to the Cowboys since he doesn't have to like learn a new system or anything? It's a Jerry Jones question right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, yes. I would say does. Especially, I don't think how they let him know, but especially, yeah. you know, on another on a short one year deal without paying him a huge ton of money, prove it and then hit free agency. That would be like prove what? <laughs> but no, I get what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, it's it, it's a deal. I feel bad for him. But let's renew this call. We talked about it. We agreed two years ago. Kenyon Drake. Yes. Yeah. I, that was my next question, Doc. Yeah. I'm all for it. Okay. You're not allowed to tackle someone by the nameplate and pull them to the ground right. or the collar because it causes injuries. It's very clear now that swinging your body onto the back of the legs of players causes injuries. Tony Pollard, Patrick Mahomes this weekend alone. I'm not saying they were dirty plays. They're 100% legal plays right Right. now. And essentially what happens is when you're holding on for dear life to someone's waist, you just let your feet go. And it's not like you're jumping on the back of your legs. But what happens if you're grabbing onto someone's waist and you leave your feet? Your body and momentum swings you onto the back of their legs. Right. right. And you're just trying to pull them down any means. You're just trying to yeah. pull them down. You're not trying to hurt them. Right. right. But when you land on the back of their legs, that's a high chance of injury. Mm-hmm. So I think the next rule change is, I mean, if you can try and legislate and call rules of no body weight injuries on the quarterback. I think you could say no body weight injuries on the backs of people's legs when you're hanging on. Like, make an effort to stay on your feet. Right. 
you know, and uh, as opposed to just riding and hanging on for dear life. And I think that could cut down on some of these injuries. Because they happen once or twice a year, I would say, right? Yeah. Well, it happened twice this weekend. Yeah, that's true. Tony Pollard was worse than Patrick Mahomes, but, uh, you know, it happened twice this weekend. And once again, I'm not saying it's dirty. It's not illegal. It's natural that you're, you're trying to make a tackle play and you die when you leave your feet. It's natural, but you can also argue it's natural for the body weight of the defender to land on the quarterback. But right. they're saying you need to try and avoid it. Do what you can to avoid it. So avoid it while you tackle them. This makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not a comp compositions committee rules guy, but from an injury perspective, this is one that stands out. That mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is a this would cause fewer injuries than than the whole league save more injuries than the whole league switching to grass. In right. my opinion. This rule change. Eliminate the high ankles and the MCLs. You won't eliminate them all, but, right, yeah. you know, it's a step in the direction. Yeah, yeah. you limit the bad ones. Yeah, yeah, you limit the full body weight. Just limit some. I mean, it's no different than, you know, defenseless receiver. Don't get hit in the head. You're not eliminating all concussions, but right. maybe you're eliminating, eliminating some of them. I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up. The Cowboys' last play was Zeke at the center. Do you have any uh, any thoughts on that? <laughs> What was it's, that? <laughs> what was what was trying to be attempted? What was, I mean, obviously the execution wasn't uh, as expected. I feel like Mike McCarthy just melts. He always does weird stuff at the end of games. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, <laughs> I mean, if if I were the quarterback there and, and saw that, maybe I would have punted the ball and you pick up a fifteen yard penalty. <laughs> yeah. right? you can't light up over a long snapper. I'm just joking. Around. <laughs> Try anything, right? Right. I mean, you pick up fifteen yards right there, and then now you're within reach of a hell mary. I yep. don't know. I mean, I can kind of see what they're going for. I mean, the throw was to Turpin wasn't supposed to be high. That's what led to the early tackle, but. He's supposed to get to the Turpin. He runs around a little bit, pitches it back, Zeke's right there. But yeah, he didn't run anywhere. It was, it was impressive. <laughs> I mean, as yeah. good play by Niners, he just to blow him up and take yeah. out well, the play. There's no question. And I've always said this: if you're going to go to the Stanford band play, get the hogs that, out of there. Right. That's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. You, need, you need a hands play on yes. hands team on defense. You yeah. know, you know, with onside kick, get the big guys out of there. I mean, give yourself eleven runners. Right. You know, I mean, uh, if you're going to try and do that. Uh, the game was out. Back, back to the practice field on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it worked. Might as well as that was that fake punt in Indy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's lined yeah. up to the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was Frank Reich's last play. That, that's, <laughs> going on a, them, yeah. that's going on a reel somewhere along with that one. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Beast of the Week, I got. Oh, I, I want to jump in. Go ahead. Um, we have um, hockey I want to talk to Doc about. Um, one of the, uh, he's like a veteran guy. He's not a big name, but. Uh, Tours uh, Achilles uh, just weeks after returning from a torn Achilles. He has been out for three months rehabbing. Um, what are your thoughts on that? He's been out for six months. Six August, yes. <laughs> My math was off there. I would say you can't speed up biology. You can rehab. You can get rid of swelling. You can get stronger. Biology is biology. My guy heals quicker. Mm, I don't know. Because he came back five months. Not six. So he came out five months, which is already a little month look, early. Already. Look, and the year before Cam Akers came back quickly. Right. Didn't look like himself. Admittedly, Achilles for hockey is easier a little bit. Mm -hmm. And admittedly, I think he played very well when he returned. And unfortunately, now he returned. Right. Is age a factor? We talked about this, too. He is 34. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> 34 is not old. Okay. 
Yeah. I mean, it's old. In hockey years. You guys yeah, yeah, in yeah. sports ages. <laughs> but, you know, in old, we say it's guys 60. Okay. I mean. No, for sure. No, I think it's just that's. Look, in retrospect, you say, why did he come back so early? Yeah. But then again, if this doesn't happen, he'd been playing well. But for the last couple of weeks, I'm so glad we brought him back early. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, he was playing really well. Yeah. Until it doesn't work, then hindsight's 2020. And, and I'm not saying that uh, their athletic trainers or doctors shouldn't have brought him back. I mean, it's a calculated risk. Well, it becomes a blame game, right, when this stuff happens. Well, then it's like, oh, you shouldn't yeah. have. It's obvious yeah. you shouldn't have, you know, uh, kind of thing. But, so going to the future, um, he was um, 34. He's on his uh, winding his career. This was a one-year deal, too. So this is an issue, too. This is a sec. He's going to have another long recovery, stretching into training camp and agency again. So. Well, it's January, so, yeah, he's he's out till at least September. And that's Starting the season of the month, yeah, yeah, after and, that, yeah, and then we'll see where he ends up. Yep, but, yeah. bringing the hockey into it, yeah, yeah. Well, since we're on the topic, we got plenty of NBA coverage on the website. We're gonna start and get into the NFL draft stuff, so always, always injury stuff to talk about. No, nothing stops, no, nope. right? <laughs> definitely year round. And yeah. then we'll have all these reports of off season surgery yeah. and all those reports of I played through this, I played through that. Tony Pollard's first on the free agent profile, that's for sure. We're, we're I mean, we still got. Three four weeks of football this next yeah. week, and then the Pro Bowl. Oh gosh! And by the way, Pro Bowl, uh, we didn't get. We have some thoughts on that, right? The flag football and everything. Yes, we wait for that. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you, you better be careful on that flag football. Do we not remember Robert Turbin in that beach game? I don't think they do because I don't. So, and I usually <laughs> I, remember, I remember a lot of stuff. So Google it. <laughs> All right, rookie. Pro Bowl game. Oh, this is the one his career is done out On the yeah, beach, remember, yeah. dislocated his knee, oh, yeah. and he's done. His wow. career after, too, yep. Um, yeah. Is this beach, you said? The beach? They did a beach one. Okay. But let me tell you, you get first and last, right? Two competitive guy teams or people, and even flag. If you're just like, look, remember, the vast majority of ACL tears are non-contact. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going to put them in this high testosterone, non-contact, high-speed situation, playing a sport they're not quite used to in terms of how you might cut and do things. I don't know that I love this, but we'll see. Hopefully hopefully it won't come true because we've now set it. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I like the idea that they're trying to change things up. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know that this game – was it three flag football game? I mean, yeah. Some of the skill stuff, right? I don't know. I don't know that, that Robert Edwards. Robert, not Turbin Edwards. Turbin's a player, though. That's a Robert somebody. Too. Yes, yes. Close <laughs> enough. Yeah. Robert Edwards. See, yeah. it ruined him so badly, nobody even knows his name. ACL, MCL, and PCL. Oh. Yep. Dislocated. And a partially torn LCL as well. Oh, dislocated yeah. me on the yep. beach. Yep. I mean, because they're going all out yeah. on the beach. He had a sliced artery in his left leg as well. In any case. Yes. So hopefully it won't come true. Yeah. Uh basically we can or hopefully guys will say, Hey, it's an exhibition. That's why it's let's, let's, let's show and, and look if this little video snippet or podcast if it gets out there and yes. agents tell their players have fun, but remember, let's not go too crazy here. Yeah. You know, I think that'd be a good message. Yeah. Um, just try to keep people safe. 
No, because you're right, because we'll be the ones to do it. Because like you said, I don't feel like this is the last time this was a four and four flag football. Like, why would we not bring up something that happened the last time we did this? I know it's been. Oh, they're trying <laughs> to say it's not on the beach. It was the beach. It was the sand. Yeah. Uh, the PR NFL, they have the answers for sure. To be on grass or turf, that's what we'll, uh, we'll wait till we see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they better do it on grass. They have to for all this turf, stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. They're going to do it on turf. I mean, on turf just to make turf bats and make any grass. They'll set it up. There you go. <laughs> Conspiracy, I like it. Yes. Uh, Beast of the Week, I got Zach Taylor apologizing uh, to everyone for messing I, I up was, the plans. I, I was in on this conspiracy, and you guys heard me in real time. <laughs> Did you guys think that Josh Allen play was a fumble or, or an incomplete pass? I thought it was a fumble. It was a fumble. I mean, and it got called a fumble on the yeah. field. Yeah, so now, sometimes they just prolong the play. Right. But what did you see to flip that, though? That's what I want to know. Well, his hand was going forward. <laughs> was the ball obviously loose? Yes. No. <laughs> you know. It was a 50-50 play, and if they called it a fumble on the field, then stick to that yeah. side, right? But see, <laughs> this is what we're missing in the conspiracy theory side. I buy into this, and it's human nature. Right. It's not like preconceived conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Remember back a couple years ago, the NFL said, when they, before instant replay and all this stuff, it was like, no, you have to leave it with the referees on the field. You don't want to take it out yep. of their control. Yep. What are we doing now? New York just calls and goes, uh, yeah, incomplete pass. It's not even in their hands at all. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and I agree. You don't want to see that game end on a fumble like that when it's that close. Right. You want it to end on the field. So I agree with calling it an incomplete pass, but you can't make me think. Like, that's why in real time, in the room that I was with, everyone was like, oh, that's a fumble. That's a fumble. I said, they're gonna overturn this. <laughs> no, but that that yeah, that line is stronger. What you said, like that, the fact that I think stronger that it's gonna get like changed is bad because you're like you're saying it's too it's it's one way or the other. Why are you? I, I'm glad it got changed. I'm not yeah. hating on yeah. anybody. But, right, right. But you know, it's just yeah. I got burned by the tuck rule as a Raider fan, so I I need all those to be fumbles. PTSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <but laughs> yeah. You, you heard my crazy thing about the tuck rule. So the rule, and the tuck rule has now been abolished. Right, right, right. But the rule is your arm comes forward and it's considered a pass Mm -hmm. until the second hand touches the ball or the ball touches your body, even if you're bringing it back. Right. That's how they interpreted the rule. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said, by rule, that was an incomplete pass by Brady. And I said for years before they outlawed the tuck rule, not that long ago, then why don't quarterbacks just drop back and start waving the ball mm-hmm. and never put a second hand on it. And if you get hit, just drop it. Yep. There's no intentional grounding. You're not close enough. Yep. There's no sacks mm-hmm. and there are no fumbles anymore. Right. Is just that, wave the ball. Is that too measured though? Like, are you thinking? Well, I mean, you didn't there? complete the motion. Just yeah, yeah. wave the ball. Yeah. Once you start forward until it touches your hand or your body, just, I mean, it'd be a bath. They change the rule in game, right? It's right. Like Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I want to bring up one thing that you bring up. You bring up Zach Taylor. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Zach Taylor is my Beast of the Week nomination. Apologizing to everyone for messing up their plans. He said that I know they have to formulate plans. We keep screwing it up for everybody. I hate that. I'm sorry. Translation. You want to know what the coaching bubble says? I'll try not to. Um, mine, mine, mine has a co- uh, curse word in my bubble. That's what he's trying to edit out. Yeah, yeah. Not to yeah. Edit out. yeah. It's, it's WTF NFL. Yep. We were leading that game at home seven to three. We were driving 
when the unfortunate injury happened, yep. we <clears throat> went with the compassion for the Bills to let this game go, and we got penalized the most. Right. We, we could have had home field. Where's our neutral site? Right. Where's our coin flip? Where's our accommodations? Why did the Bills get accommodated? And he's saying, and who is the defending AFC champion? We are. Yeah. Why did the Fair. Bills get anointed and the Chiefs have always been anointed? What about us? There's a little I think part of this win was a little bit of Rodney Dangerfield. And I think Zach Taylor's comments were just like, yep. okay, yep. I'm not gonna get fined. Oh, I'm sorry, we messed up your plans. Your preconceived notion that it was going to <laughs> yep. be Bills and yeah. Chiefs, you know. He wants I'm you to sorry. Right now. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we give it to him. That's all it's good. I'm sure that's expert coach about. speak. I'm sure that was talked about in a lot of people. The other thing is, you know, this you mentioned the DeMar Hamlin, the escort. Yeah. Inspirational it still is. Mm-hmm. You know what? If DeMar Hamlin showed up for the first time to a game to to the to see players, that would have been a huge boost the morning of the game. But he's been in the facility a lot. Yeah, I've seen him every day. And and not that they're forgotten about right. him, but it's just like, I mean the rah-rah speech, the eighth time you hear it, doesn't have the same effect. Right. right? No, for sure. I, I think mean, so. But Buffalo, I mean, it was a tough one. Tough one for Buffalo fans. Yeah, that was a big loss for them. All right. Thanks for watching and listening. Pro Football Dog Podcast, Sports Injury Central, and no question, as we move towards the offseason, not yet, not yet. You guys want to have a guest next week? We're sort of a well, there'll be stuff to talk about. Then the week after that, there'll be a dead week. Yeah. I don't mind going back to guests. We have lots of fun guests. I like it's, the guests. Yeah. It's yeah. just scheduling between right. all of our schedules. Because and... we get just to hang out with them. We don't even really talk to them. Like, Rapper, I made sure I, like, said something to them. <laughs> <laughs> you got in your reader question. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> now, we can go back to, to uh, guests again and yeah. other things. It's just a matter of scheduling is all. That's sure. the only thing that I, I enjoy the guests. And I think we've had some really good guests. It's just scheduling is the big existence. One well, thing we saved you last year is that um, leading up to this season, you gave us four, like, you know, a month's worth. So, I mean, if we lock up a month's worth, then we won't be too stressed out. So. That's hard to lock up someone a month ahead of time. Yeah. I can see that now. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. All right. Thanks for watching and listening. Pro Football Dot Sports Injury Central podcast. And okay, watch out. Bengals offensive line if it's a faster uh, regular track there. Let's see what happens and let's see what happens with uh, Mahomes Magic. Uh, we'll see you next week.